Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day two with Brother Dale Bagley from Atoka, Oklahoma, and uh, just love hearing your testimony. And we're going to go on to day two here in just a second, but let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for Brother Dale and his obedience to you, Father. He could have ran off and said, no, I'm not preaching. I'm not following you, but he obeyed you, Father. And so we're thankful for his life and his ministry. We come hungry today, Father, for what you have for us through him. In Jesus' name, amen. Back to you, Brother Dale. Well, as we continue our testimony, we was uh, run over by a car when I was eight years old. I was dead for 12 hours. But see, when it first happened, of course, you, you're in the hospital. I think the first time I was in the hospital was for three months. There's a lot of things that goes on with it. Here I'm just an eight-year-old child. I, I mean, an eight-year-old child is just an eight-year-old child. And your whole world is turned upside down. So with the pain and the burns, the arm was burnt and broke, the leg was burnt and broke, and so forth. It took a lot of pain medication. And you have to understand, I've never hardly been to a big city, but let's go to a hospital, never been away from my family. So just because God spared my life, all the problems didn't go away. And so you, you become an overcomer. So you face challenges. So every time before I would go to surgery, I would read my Bible and pray. Right. I tell people, before I let a guy with a mask cut on me, I'm going to pray. <laughs> and so here we go. I'm eight years old. Uh, they would take me and put me in a bathtub of real hot water. And I thought, what did I do to deserve all this punishment? Yeah. I mean, nobody explains to you, how can an eight-year-old child know what's going on? So it was surgery after surgery from eight years old to 18 years old between somewhere around 40, 42 operations. Okay, so in the process, I'm growing up. I had to go back to school. I have challenges there. When, when you're different, the whole world treats you different. And so I, you can do two things. You can implode or explode. You can take tragedy and turn it into triumph. You can become an overcomer. Or you can go into sympathy mode, depression mode, or you go into victory mode. It's just, it's your choice. And so I chose to, to pull the strength that God gave me up out of me and face the challenges of life and just go through life. So God began to deal with me. Uh, I think I was 18 years old. I did my first missionary trip. I come back from old Mexico, first missionary trip. I decided before I went to Mexico, I went in to uh, do a job application for uh, Ethan Allen. God accepted when I got back. I had to make a quality decision. Am I going to work at a secular job or am I going to preach? And so life is just full of choices after choice after choice. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to preach. I'm going to sell out to God. And so I, I start preaching. I did a revival in Louisville, Kentucky. I think I was 20, 21. I met, met this young lady. She's a piano player. In 10 days, I was married. <laughs> And I still hadn't figured out what happened. But anyway, <laughs> so I, I, I run off with a piano player. I got married, and uh, and we've been traveling preaching now for close to 50-some-odd years. So during this time, I go back to rural America, rural Oklahoma. My family, had, we had 13 children in my family. It not only affected me to be taken out of the home and going to the hospital, it affected the entire family because Mama had to go with me and leave the family and so it, it, tragedy, see, the enemy doesn't care. He's very cruel. And he'll use anything to hurt anybody at any time. And so the family grew up. But after a while, they got used to me going to the hospital. And so I've spent a lot of time going to the hospital by myself. 
And so I would check in, I'd, I'd go to the local bus station, you know, 14 to 12, 14 years old, get on the bus, go to Oklahoma City, get off the bus, get a taxi, go to the hospital, have operation, go through that process, get on the bus, come home by myself. Wow. And so I, I was I was thrown into growing up real quickly, becoming not self-reliant, but depending on the strength that God gave me. And so over the process of time, uh, uh, it, it did something to my character. It really proves out who you are and what you have. See, a, a test just does that. It, show, it, it locates you. When you take a test in school, it shows you how much you know. When you go through a test, it locates you. You may think you're way up here, but a test will prove out where you're at in life. And so, but as God strengthens you and you learn and you develop, and so uh, uh, God told me, I said, Lord, let me just be like normal preachers. He said, I got enough of normal preachers. I want you abnormal. So we're <laughs> abnormal. Uh, we use a lot of humor. That's just the wit God gave me uh, to use uh, kind of challenges people's thinking. Mm -hmm. Joy, laughter is the voice of joy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that they, they live a life of sadness and they let things out here, the external, mm -hmm. affect their internal. We should rule from the internal over the external. Yeah. And so that's part of our message as we travel and preach. And uh, it's just been a blessing to my life. It's, it's just what I live for. Yeah. I'm not... Preaching to me is not a job, it's who I am. Yeah. And so uh, the Lord's been good to me. Amen. Now your family, most of everybody's still living, the brothers and sisters? Uh, we've uh, had some that got older and has passed away. I'm 70 myself. Okay. I don't even know where the time went to. Amen. But anyway, I've been preaching for 52 years. Yes. And so my mother went home to be with the Lord uh, 13 years ago, and uh, uh, a couple of others have gone on to be with the Lord. But uh, there's still several of us alive. I now I have uh, 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 two children and four grandkids, and they're just see. God is a generational God. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It yeah. wasn't just all about Abraham. It's his legacy. It's yeah. who he leaves. What he leaves behind. Yeah. And so we leave behind, in my view, uh, a track record. We've run a good race. We've fought a good fight. We've laid the foundation of living right and uh, God has just blessed me. I'm just a blessed man. Yeah. Amen. And you preach throughout the country? I preach all over Canada. I, I see I've been to I preached I've been to uh, several countries. I've been to England, France, Switzerland, Germany, I've been to Nigeria, I've been to Jamaica, uh, Philippines, Japan, uh, Canada, and old Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Any countries that kind of st uh, stand out as people being really hungry for the truth? Well, right now, Canada. Canadians are very hungry for the Word of God. Uh, Americans has got very complacent. Uh, actually, the greatest missionary field in the world is America because we have so much dogma. We have to plow through so many different denominations. And uh, so uh, when a person's hungry, they forget about the, the barriers and boundaries of denominationalism, mm -hmm. and they just want God. Yeah. And so Canada right now is hungry for God. Praise God. And you're going to be preaching in this area here this week. You want to just let everybody know where you're going to yeah, be? Yeah, we're in a little place called Powell Valley in yeah. uh, Shoals, Indiana. And uh, I've I been preaching there about 15 years ago, and uh, uh, 
so we, we came back this year and then we leave here and go to Georgia and preach and uh, we just do, do one tour at a time and uh, it, it's it's a it's, it's been a blessing and I know uh, your son-in-law Jody would be disappointed if I don't give a shout out to him and his lovely wife your your daughter yeah. Tamil they were just at our church but you yeah. might mention the children yeah yeah I call Jody my wife son-in-law that's <laughs> <laughs> a little joke we got going between us you know he's my wife son-in-law and he's a pretty good preacher in his own right. Well, uh, I've trained him. Yeah, there so, you yeah. go. <laughs> he's a little shorter than you, though. Yeah, he's a little shorter, but uh, he'll finally grow up one yeah. day. <laughs> well, praise God. If you would pray, uh, Brother Dale, maybe for those that don't know Jesus out there, we'll go on to day three here. Father, we take authority over all the blindness that the God of this world has put on people's lives. We ask you to send labors across your path. Let this podcast, let these words rise up and illuminate their spirit that they may receive Christ as their personal Savior. In Jesus' name, not one person that hears this podcast will stay the same. I plead the blood over their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. Looking forward to day three. And again, you can contact Brother Dale and his ministry at P.O. Box 623, Atoka, Oklahoma, 74525, or on his website at dalebagleyworldoutreach.org. You can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you. Folks, please go talk to somebody about Jesus today. You know, we're the hands and feet to Jesus on this earth. And please go talk to somebody about Jesus. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.